Back at the base, Bond and Niki learned that whoever it was wearing the gas mask had managed to attach a tank of cyanogen chloride to the waterline. The chemical was classified as a blood agent because it attacked blood cells and spread quickly throughout the body. If it had made contact with Bond's skin, he would have been a dead man. Investigators believed that this same assassin was responsible for the attack on the fire teams. More disturbing was that it was a blatant attempt on Niki Mirakos's life. That evening, the search and rescue personnel made their reports. The hijacked Wessex was found abandoned, floating in the sea about a hundred miles south of Cyprus. The saltwater flotation cans had been activated, allowing the helicopter to land on the water safely. The pilot's body was found on board. He had been shot in the back of the head. It was surmised that the killer and his accomplice had somehow hijacked the craft and forced the pilot to fly them in and out of the base. It must have been met by a boat or a seaplane, for there was no trace of them. After the briefing, Bond and Niki rode in her rented Honda Civic into town. They found a loud, festive restaurant, but managed to be seated at a small table for two in the back, away from the noise. "'How do you feel?' she asked. The candle on the table cast a glow across her bronze face. "'That fight with the sea today exhausted me, but otherwise I couldn't be better,' Bond said. "'I'm hungry. How about you?' "'Famished.' They shared a Cypriot mixed grill— ham, sausage, and beef burgers, and halloumi, a chewy cheese, all grilled over charcoal. The house wine was ambelida, a dry light wine made from the sinistri white grape. Why is it that Cypriot cuisine normally consists of an enormous amount of meat? Bond asked. Niki laughed. I don't know. We eat a lot of meat in Greece, too, but not this much. Maybe it's the reason for the high level of testosterone on this island. Why do you think someone tried to kill you in the shower, Niki? That dirty trick was meant for you, he said. I don't have a clue. Someone obviously knew I would come to investigate. I've been on this case since they found your man Whitten. Maybe whoever's responsible knew that. Don't worry. I can't take care of myself. I'm sure you can. When do you go back? Tomorrow morning. Same as you, she said. Bond settled the bill, even though she wanted to pay for her own meal. In the car on the way back to the base, he asked her if they would see each other again. She nodded. My middle name is Cassandra, she said. Believe it or not, I think I've always had the ability to see into people's hearts, and sometimes into the future. Oh, really? Bond asked, smiling. And what does the future hold for us? We'll see each other again. At least once, she said, as they pulled into the front gate of the base. After saying good night, he returned to his barracks room and slipped under the blanket of one of the cots. He was about to drift off to sleep when a knock at the door jarred him awake. Come in, he said. Niki Mirakos, still wearing civilian clothes, stepped into the dark room. I told you we'd see each other at least one more time. Besides... I wanted to make sure you were all right. You must be very sore after that fall into the sea. She moved closer to him. He sat up in the bed about to protest, but she gently pushed him back down. She turned him onto his stomach and began to massage his broad shoulders. This will work out all the, um, how do you say in English, kinkies? she asked. 
Bond turned over onto his back and pulled her down on top of him. The word is kinks, he said, chuckling. But I'll be happy to show you what kinky means. With that, his mouth met hers, and she moaned aloud.